you know what, I forgive that and I'm taking a hold of my fitness. And you really believe that Jesus is able to do that. Where you're not living with constant bitterness and disappointment and hatred from things that have happened. It is possible. The Bible says all things are possible for those who believe. Do you see yourself influential? That may be part of your vision, to be an influencer, to change people's lives. And, you know, we all have the potential and the ability to influence those around us, but at a bigger scale. Some of you may desire or feel like God has called you to be an influencer, but you do you believe that's possible because you're shy, you're retiring, you, you don't like speaking in public, you have fear of, of certain things, and, and that's okay. God is able to bring transformation into our lives to see these things coming to pass. But you have a part to play in it. It does not happen aside from you or from I. So what's important to see God's vision coming to pass and for us as a church, as a, congrega- as a church across C3 Sydney and for us as a congregation to actually believe that God could use this church, this congregation to transform the inner west, to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ and the transformation power to thousands of people across the inner west and the area to reach out into social justice and to bring spiritual transformation and to see those things happen. Do we really believe that God could use us to do that? Because He can. He can. He can use you and I to make a difference in this city and in this area where He's called us to bring His kingdom to come and His will to be done in this area. So what needs to happen, I want to encourage you to do, and this is something that's been reiterated to me over the last couple of weeks through a couple of different um, places and different meetings that I've been in where people have talked about rewriting the soundtrack of your life. Um, I was in a staff meeting, I was listening to a podcast, and I was talking to someone else, and I believe God has has uh, reminded me of this because it's something that I've done it intermittently over, over the years where you, where you rewrite the soundtrack. What are the voices in your head saying to you each day about your future? Because what you believe will determine where you end up. Oh, there's Matt Cadger. Stand up, Matt. When I was praying last night about this service, the Lord gave me a word for you. Just, is Camille here? She in kids' church. Oh, just come out here. It was for both of you. Just stand there. I was praying last night, and uh, this is what the Lord said to me. I was praying about this message. And He said, I've put so much more into you than you actually believed. And I saw a picture of you in a suit. You weren't at work. (laughs) But God was... God uh, told me to tell you that He's called you to be an influencer. He's called you to be a bigger person than you even imagine at this point in time. And you may have had snippets, you may have had inklings at different times of what God. Oh, here, come here, Camille. I was just, I was just, uh, I was just saying that uh, last night when I was praying, God gave me a, a picture of you guys, and He gave me a word for you. And the picture is, you need to see yourselves bigger than you are right now. Now's not the time to shrink back. Now's not the time to, to question the things that I'm placing in your heart or the vision that I'm showing you at this time. I've placed within you the capacity. I've placed within you influence. I've called you 
to be, you are going to be extremely prosperous people. I don't know if that's part of your desire or whatever, but business, God is going to open up opportunities to you. And you are not to shrink back. You're not to say, oh, I don't, I, I've never seen myself like that. I don't have the capacity for that. I don't, I don't have the ability for that. You are not to question yourself. You're not to question what God has put in you. You're not to second guess the things that uh, God is opening up to you. I have called you, says the Lord. I've called you guys to be influencers. I see you giving uh, large amounts of money to the kingdom of God to bring transformation, to bring the gospel, to, to see the church spread throughout this city and beyond. And the Lord would say to open up your hearts and your minds. In the, uh, in the Old Testament, God said to, um, and Pastor Phil referred to this at the Vision Builders Dinner, he pulled him outside the tent and he said, look up to the stars. The Lord is saying to you, I want you to look up at the stars right now and I don't want you to limit what I'm calling you to because of your inadequacy. I am the adequate one. I will give you the vision that I have for you and I'll lead you into that place if you will believe that it's possible. Father, I thank you for these guys. I pray you would pour out your spirit upon them. I thank you, Lord, you fill them with your Holy Spirit and show them what you've called them to be and to do in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Give them a big hand. <laughs> so what's the soundtrack? And this is something I've done over the years at different times. So if you've got an iPhone, so I've, I'll play this quickly. I'm exposing myself here. But um, if you go to, uh, there's a, if you've got a voice, a voice recorder on your iPhone, if you've got an iPhone, you've got a voice recorder, um, vo voice memo. And so I've got a whole bunch of um, soundtracks or declarations, if you like, about my future, about the future of this church. Uh, hold on. A prophecy that was given to me, scriptures that I read and declare. What's this one? Can you hear that? This is... Is that on? Philippians 4.19, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. That's me speaking. I did this in 2011. I recorded this. Can you hear that? That's me declaring God's word over my life. And I listened to that for about two years every single day. Me prophesying, declaring over myself the promises of God, what I believe God has spoken to me. That's what you need to do. Nothing is impossible. <laughs> um, because we, we have well-worn voices in our head. We have declarations. We've had voices that people of significance have spoken to us, whether it be parental, whether it be educational, could be a sporting coach or someone like that has maybe declared something or spoken something that has got inside your spirit. And every time a circumstance, a situation arises, whether it be challenging, whether it be confronting, whether it be fearful, then, then your mind goes straight into that rut, straight into that path. It's like a, if you, 
you know, if you've ever ridden a motorbike and uh, if you've ridden where, where it's been quite muddy and there's like these tracks. Anyone, and if you, if you try and cross those tracks, you're going to go down if you don't lift the front wheel. Same on a, on a cycling bike or a, a uh, so even a, a car. So, you know, you get these, these rivet, well, like um, ruts uh, when, it, when it's been muddy and then when it dries out. And if you try and cross over those, you will crash. If you're on a bike and you get caught in one of those, then you, if you don't follow that line, you will fall over. That is exactly what happens in our thinking and in our mind. Voices. What we, and if we believe what they say, they create these pathways. And then when something happens and we try and get out of it, we fall over. We always run back to these minds. And so what we have to do is we, we have to, through God's Word, recreate pathways in our thinking, in our belief system. That's what the Bible says in Romans 12 too, that you renew your mind by the Word of God. What does that actually mean? It means that when you get in these circumstances, that we don't go to these automatic belief systems that we have about our life, about our future, about what's possible, about our upbringing, or about our, who we are, or what we're, what we're capable of, that we begin to declare, we begin to rebuild new pathways and new roadways for our life. That's what will bring transformation into our world. Because the Bible says this, in Proverbs 23, 7, as a man thinks in his heart, and you can put woman in there as well, as a person thinks in their heart, so are they. Wow. Wow. What you think, what you believe will determine where you end up. It doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what you say. If you don't believe it, guess what? It is not going to happen. It's what you truly believe. Because why? Because what you believe influences what you think. And what you think will influence the decisions, your attitude, and the way you see your life. So if you believe it, you're going to make decisions based around it. If you don't believe it's possible, you'll make decisions to protect yourself or to hold back or whatever. So it influences every area of our life. So we need to start declaring different scriptures and different, uh, make a different declaration about our future. Deuteronomy 28.13 says this, The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. If you pay attention to the commands of the Lord, your God, that I give you this day and carefully follow them, you will always be at the top and never at the bottom. That's a promise of the Word of God. Even now, I know some people will be thinking, oh no, that can't happen. That's not possible. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. In other words, you're leading, you're not being led. You're making decisions, you're not being the influence, you're the influencer and not the influenced. Ephesians 3.20, now to him who by the power that is at work within us. Now here's the, here's the kicker, if you like. Here's the qualifier. It's not going to happen without you. This city is not going to change without us. God's not just going to sovereignly pour out his spirit and change the whole city and turn everyone to the Lord. It's not going to 
pour out money to feed the homeless and house the, the, uh, well, to house the homeless and feed the hungry and transform people's lives. No, he says, I want to do this, but I want to do it through you. People that are willing to say, I want to be a part of the answer. I want to be part of the solution, not part of the problem. I want to invest in making transformation as the church, as the kingdom of God. Now to him who, by the power that is in within, work within us, is able to carry out his purpose, this is the amplified version, and do super abundantly, far over and above, all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes or dreams. What a scripture! So God's answer for your life is you. You are the answer of God for your life. It's not outside of you. He empowers you. He empowers me. God's answer for, the ch- for this city is us. It's not someone else. But that's often how we live our life. We don't take responsibility for our circumstances. We don't take responsibility for where we are right now. We will blame other people, we'll blame circumstances, we'll blame bad luck, we'll say, it's, oh, if only not for the GFC, if it hadn't have been for that business partner that ripped me off, if it hadn't have been for my upbringing, if it hadn't been for my mum, if it hadn't been for my dad, if it hadn't been for this, I, I would do something with my life. No, today that changes. Today, you take responsibility for your life and for your future, for your prosperity, for your marriage, even... Nick and I last year, Nick's not here today, she's actually gone to Queensland. She's left me (laughs) for a week. (laughs) She was telling me today, it's the first time ever in 25 years that she's gone away for more than a week. I couldn't believe it. But she said, you know, I've never gone away for a whole week and left you for a whole week. I was like, really? She said, are you upset? And I tried really hard to look upset. No, 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 no. no I wanted her to get away. Her brother's just had a, and a, 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 his wife have had a baby up in Queensland. She wanted to go see them. I said, go, have a good time. Anyway, but we've got a, we've, we've got a, a really good marriage. But anybody who's been married knows that your marriage goes up and down. It's, you know, sometimes it's great, sometimes it's not for different reasons. I've been married 25 years, but I do not assume that I'm going to have a great marriage for the rest of our life. So almost every month, I listen to podcasts about marriage, about marriage, about how to be a better husband. And Nick says they're really helpful. <laughs> in fact, just this week she said, I can't remember what I did. I did something. She said, what have you been listening to this week? <laughs> I think I said, oh, that's right. Um, I was listening to this podcast. There's a guy called Craig Rochelle. I don't know if people have heard of him, but he's got a big church in America. Anyway, he's saying, every day, if you think a good thought about somebody, you know, he's talking about marriage. If you think a, big, a, a, a positive thought or you think something you appreciate about that person, don't keep it to yourself. Tell them. 
It's oftentimes where you think, oh, I really love that or whatever, but we don't say anything. He goes, if you think a thought, you appreciate this, or make sure you text them or ring them and tell them, hey, I really appreciate about this about you. Anyway, I can't even remember what it was now, but I said I ended up ringing Nick. I said, yeah, I just wanted to let you know. Oh, that's right, because you've been going on about something in the morning, and I was like, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> and then, oh, she was going, oh, what about this? What about? Anyway, so I, I thought, you know what? I rang her up and said, I just want to let you know, I really appreciate the fact that you show concern about every aspect of our life, things that I don't even think about. You, they, they mean something to you and you think about them and you put energy into them and I want to just thank you for that. I really appreciate it. She goes, what have you been listening to? <laughs> I said, I was just listening to a podcast on marriage. <laughs> anyway, I digress. The thing is that um, if you've got something good in your life today, it doesn't mean it's going to stay good. If you're financially well off or prosperous today doesn't mean that you're going to stay that way we have to continually build into focus on and manage these things continually see I I constantly see our marriage good I talk about a great marriage about having a great family about our kids following the Lord and being blessed with their life and you might say oh that's positive mental confessions or something no this is bible all these other people have stolen it from God. This is the Bible. The Bible says to confess the Word of God, to speak. Because our, our words, the first use of language was not for communication. The first use of language was for creation. And God said, let there be light. That was not communicating between two people. He's, he was using the word to create the world. The words that we speak, because we're made in the image of God, create our world. And if you're speaking negativity and you're speaking failure and you're declaring, yeah, you suck, or you stupid, you stupid husband, you stupid wife, you're useless, you're this, guess what? That's exactly what you're building. That's exactly what you're creating. And sometimes we don't even realize we're doing it. Um, just because of patterns that we've picked up growing up and different things. I blame my parents for everything. (laughs) Only because they're here today. (laughs) So here's what I need you to do. God made you promises and the promises are available to everybody. They are not discriminatory. The Bible says, whosoever shall believe. It doesn't say if you're black, if you're white, if you're poor, if you're born in the West, if you're born in the East. It makes no discriminatory comments or limitations. It says, whosoever shall believe, shall declare, these things will come to pass in their life. So it, it makes no difference who you are. It is all possible. But sometimes we just believe that God is like, you know, Santa Claus, or the, but there's nothing in Scripture that talks about that. It says that He will empower you. He will give vision to you. He will show you what's possible, and He will empower you then to go out and live it, changing on the inside first and the outside second. So God's answer for your life is you. God empowers you. He enables you. He puts His Spirit in you to live the life that He's called you to live. And out of that, 
And out of his vision, we then begin to transform the lives of those around us. I, I am constantly trying my best to be a good leader and an example to every one of you. As a pastor and as a father and as a husband, I want to lead, live a life and set an example where people can look at me and go, I want to do that or I want to be like that. Now, I'm not always perfect, but as, a, as, as an individual, not just as a pastor, as an individual, that's the life I want to live. And I want you to live that kind of life as well, where you go, you know what, I want people to be able to look at my marriage or my, my success or this or that or the way I do this or the way I speak to people. That's why, you know, I don't, I don't do this whatever, but in the different areas of my life, whether it be, um, you know, health-wise, doing sporting events and, and, and setting goals is because I want to be an example to people. In my educational area, I did an MBA. I'm finishing off an MBA I've done over the last 18 months. I want to be an example to people. Education makes a difference in people's life. Being healthy makes a difference in people's life. All of these things, all of these areas of our life to, to say, you know what? I want to be able to influence other people. I want, to, I want people to be able to see what I'm doing and in these areas of my life and go, you know what, to be an inspiration. Are you an inspiration to people? Those that know you, those in your area, do they look at you and go, oh, I want to, I want, that inspires me to, to think bigger. That inspires me to go further. It inspires me to be more generous. It inspires me to, to try harder. It inspires me to change my life. I want you to be an inspiration. I want you to desire to not just go, oh, I don't care about anybody else. All I do is care about myself. That is the, that is the epitome, the epitome of selfishness. To go, I don't care about anybody else. I just care about myself. That is the antithesis to the gospel. The antithesis. Now, I'm not saying that we can all give the same amounts of money. We can't all give the same amounts of money. Di people have different gifts and abilities and talents. We are not, God is not a socialist. He doesn't say, well, everyone should get the same amount of money and everybody should live the same. No, he gives, the Bible says he gives talents, abilities, skills, but he values nobody less than anybody else. If you've got a lot of money, it doesn't mean you're more valuable to God. It makes no difference. But when we have money, and if we can put it in the context of the world, we live in the top 1% of the richest people in the world, then God says that to much to whom much is given, much is expected. Much is expected. So I want to encourage you. I'll finish with this scripture. And Pastor Phil used it on Friday night. In Daniel 11.32, it says, They that know their God shall be strong and do great exploits. They'll be strong. We want to build big people. Big people with big capacity that can bring influence to those around them. That dream big, that think big, that act big. That are generous, not just in money, but generous people. Generous with encouragement, generous. This is what Pastor Phil said last night, and I'll finish with this. We need to teach people how to live. This is what we're called to do. Not just me, you. We need to teach people how to live. Give them a place to belong. 
a place to be healed, a place to recover, a place to discover their purpose, a place to be connected to others, a place to strengthen family and relationships, a place where they receive guidance from God and His people and become filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe we have to become bigger people. We have to become bigger. Bigger. How do you become bigger? You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger didn't walk into the gym one day, do a two-hour walkout, work it, walk out as Mr. Universe. He made a commitment to become bigger physically. If we want to become bigger people, You've got to challenge yourself. Are you, are you really challenging yourself in these areas of your life? Challenge yourself to be more generous. How do you become more generous? You give at a capacity that stretches you. How do you grow physically? You lift weights or you do exercise at a point that stretches your capacity. It's exactly the same in this area. I want to challenge you. I want to stir you. In this, and we're about to take up our vision builder offerings. I want to challenge you and stir you to stretch yourself and to move into an area and a zone where you, you're trusting God in this area. Trusting God. Saying, God, I want to become a bigger person. That's where the miracles occur. That's where the God moments happen. Not when we're within our constraints and within our own capacity. Because God goes, well, you can do that. You don't need me. Now, when we say, well, I want to do something bigger than I think I'm, that I can do. I want, to make a, I want to make a change and I want to influence people and I want to make a difference far beyond what I can possibly do in my own capacity. That's where we need God. That's where we need God to move. So let me pray as Josh is going to come up and just lead us through this next part of the service. But Father, I just thank you. God, that you're going to move in our world and in our life. Father, help us to be big people. I pray for abundance upon every single individual that is here, Lord. Financial abundance. Relational abundance. Abundant health. Abundant life. Abundant community and connections and relationships. Lord, you have come that we might have life and life in abundance. I pray that you empower us to live that kind of life through the grace and the goodness of Jesus Christ, your Son. Help us to think bigger and do more than we ever could possibly have done on our own and expand our vision beyond just ourselves and what we want to do. In Jesus' name. Just as I finish.